Hello everyone and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Uh, I really want to see Oasis live. It's episode number <laughs> 225. And what's that coming over the hill? Is it a full house? Yes, it's a full house of a podcast. It is. Because I've got Tony in one corner, Tom Thrower in another, and David Cowlishaw is in the other corner. How are we all doing, lovely people? Um, all right. Buzzing. Our kid. <laughs> As you were, LG. Yeah. All right, Dickens. It's funny. My friend from school, that was the voice we used to do for his older brother. I don't know why. <laughs> like He doesn't speak like that. We are all broad South Yorkshire people, but he, 20p, Dickhead. I mean, so, yeah. There's a window to my right, people who can't see this. And if I look out of it, I can actually uh, see the Etihad. So, oh. but, Is it uh, in the sunshine? There, yeah. So, so in many ways, you are essentially a Gallagher. Um, <laughs> gentlemen, we meet to talk about another match in the year 2021 where Stoke City have not won, but they did draw and they did score a goal. Some three-word reviews, if you will, from Stoke City. No, Huddersfield Town 1, Stoke City 1. Mid-table mediocrity. Next season, please. Red wasn't unreasonable. Jack Clark, good. That was you, Tom. Uh, without fans, football is boring. Are they oh they they followed down. That was nice. Why why why? This was inevitable. We'll take that. Ref ruins again. <laughs> title says it. Uh, title says it. Maybe that was. I don't know what you were saying there. Sorry, shouldn't have as, read that one. As in whatever whoever posted the thing for the I Wizards could, account. Yeah. That said. Um, oh, Stoke draw specialist. That's that what was, they meant. Yeah. That well, good for them. <laughs> not good enough one point gained dave welcome back to the podcast hello does it feel like a does it feel like a point gained or are you annoyed of the year 2021 already it feels like a point in a professional football match in the championship um yeah so tony what did you think um <laughs> <laughs> uh, um yeah, where to start? This fucking team. <laughs> Who'd support them, eh? Bunch of dicks. Um, I mean, I know that when I start talking about this particular subject, it feels like I'm riding the line on the edge between seriousness and parody. But the players we are picking and the performances that we're getting out of them, I can think of probably three positions where bringing Josh Tymon back improves that position. <laughs> so there's that. It's a bit frustrating, to be honest, um, that we're probably shipping him out to Shrewsbury, not least the extra expense of a tenner a game to watch Shrews Web. Um, hey, Tony, Tony, we shipped uh, a younger man by the name of Tyrese out to Shrewsbury. He came back a demigod. So I, I imagine, just imagine how much just... Josh could improve with the, the magic in the waters at Shrews slash Shrewsbury. I mean, as if he could improve. He's already perfect. No, um, on the subject of parody, I've also got to the point now where I'm finding John Obi Mikel, Leroy Jenkins in his way around the pitch, <laughs> just appearing at the wrong time to do exactly the wrong thing while the rest of the team just stare blankly at him. And off camera, somebody's saying, Champions League, in a very breathy sort of whisper. Um, that first Huddersfield goal being... A classic of the genre, um, like that second angle replay where having basically just been stood with his hands in his pockets 
as the whole move progresses, he just appears from nowhere to bollock it in his own corner. Um, but yeah, if 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 being an elite defensive midfielder basically consists of jogging three yards behind somebody, then frankly, I could do it. Uh, <laughs> apart from the jogging. To pick up on the parody point, um, I I wasn't <laughs> really paying attention because it's it takes me at least ten minutes to pay attention to a game of football. I, I really same problem for John. To, I watched the ball go in and I went oh for fuck's sake and before the replays even started I think I'd messaged in the group chat or or, um, said while I was watching the match I bet that's Mikel's fault and it was because (laughs) now I know he's clearly you know or, or was at least a very 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 good footballer but he currently carries himself with the air of me when I started Couch to 5K. You know, jog for a little bit and then two minutes walking, jog for a little bit, get really tired, lose all faith in yourself, sort of want to cry a bit, and then just randomly kick things in anger. That's basically what he seems to be doing. Is that him playing or us watching him? Oh, it's no, it, but I think I exert more energy watching him than he does playing. <laughs> It begs the question, why is O'Neill persistent in playing him then? And the same goes for the likes of, of I'm going to say, say it, it, Joe Allen. Jo- like, why? Why? Why are they? I why think do these players get in. So, I, don't, I don't really get it. Certain players are favourites, aren't they? You know, people, you know, criticise Jordan Thompson a bit and say, oh, he's only getting in because he's Northern Irish and, you know, possibly O'Neill's mate and stuff. I, maybe that's what our, that's happening with Mikel. Perhaps he thinks he's Irish. John O.B. Mikel. Um, <laughs> as for... <laughs> as for uh, Wee Joe, he just, he just has a clause in his contract, doesn't he? He's clearly... Now, I've, Surely. I know it's sort of parody for this podcast to lay into little joe but um yeah admittedly he's got a longer absence and he's trying to work his way back but i used that kind of excuse for mckellar in the early part of the season so um <laughs> yeah not good would like to see players with um uh, just basic grasp of their position please in that in that position or, you... or even grasp of another position but also happen to be fast <laughs> I think the the thing with like <clears throat> with, with with Joe Allen and Mikel to the well definitely Mikel is even the play, people who are quite apologetic for them and will defend those players even those people I would say have looked at the recent performances and are like no the we need we need to swap it round a little bit this isn't to say that I'm sure Tom would disagree but this isn't to say that Joe Allen is a, is particularly a bad player but it's more a case of just. <laughs> He is not. He is not playing well. Mikel is not playing well. This midfield, I think, we rant we week in week out about how nothing it is. And it's just some uh, who who says Simon Hewitt on the Twitters says it's hard to watch at the minute. I still feel like we're very close to being a really decent team, but it's just not clicking at all. We seem to be giving ourselves a mountain to climb in each game, whether it's conceding stupid goals, red cards, or key players getting injured. Two points i want to pick up on there firstly i'm now at a stage where i don't think we're close to being a decent team like i don't think it's a case of oh something will click and then it's bad i think that it's a i think we're, we're close to being an all right team but i don't 
I don't know. I just don't. I've lost enthusiasm over the week. We're 34 um, miles from Wolverhampton, if that helps. That's shit now as well, though. Mm. So They'd beat us. Is... Well, they didn't beat well, us, did we? But that's when we were briefly good, because we were playing Josh Tyne. <laughs> um, Simon then mentioned... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, uh, I've taken my Stoke calendar off the wall, because it's uh, February tomorrow. So uh, I, would, I just noticed that... Uh, for January, the players were Tashan Oakley Booth, Jordan Cousins, and Jacob Brown. Three players who pretty much have disappeared uh, over the course of the month. But good news, lads. Um, John O.B. Mikel is there for February. Uh, Blondie's there. I mean, we never saw him to begin with. And James Chester is also there. So, you know, right. controversial, but, you know, maybe some fans not uh, disappointed if he disappears as well. So. <laughs> Incorrect. You know, using this calendar logic, you know, we might we might see some replacements in there. There'll be nobody left by well, December. <laughs> yeah. uh, Simon then mention, mentioning conceding stupid goals and red cards. Um we had both, I think, yesterday. Um and a lovely deflection off the aforementioned Mr. Obi Mikel and a Red card. Let's go with the red card then. Tom, red card or not? My initial reaction was, yeah, that's probably a red card. And then I saw it again and I was like, ah, maybe that's a bit harsh. And then there's that angle from the back where it's like, oh, yeah, that's a red card. (laughs) That was, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Similar for me. Initially incensed, I thought, you, it was the, classic i aged 40 years and started screaming things like games gone um <laughs> uh, like to be fair to him there's people kept using the word intent there's not really intent he's just gone a teensy bit over the ball too high and yes we know the getting the ball isn't a rule thing that was made perfectly clear on twitter um but uh <laughs> it was just yeah so initial my initial anger with it Partly came from the fact it should have been offside, and also the fact that it wasn't a challenge on the player; it was an attempted yeah. clearance yeah, yeah, yeah. that went slightly wrong. But on first replay, I thought, "Oh, bloody championship refs, kill them all!" And then <laughs> saw the angle. I thought, "Yeah, if I was in that Huddersfield place position, I think I'd be slightly annoyed by that." <laughs> it was. Mm. I mean, yeah, my gut reaction to it was, "Ooh." Oh, that's reckless. Even even if, like again, you can talk about intent or whatever. It it just it wasn't a very clever thing to do. It was quite nasty looking, weren't it? Um, it was a full jumpy, two footed leg breaker on the ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it was like that, but then obviously he sort of then went over the ball and caught Lado's foot, which yeah. There wasn't that much impact, but it did look really bad because of the way he jumped into it and the number of feet involved and what have you, but yeah. And it's equally disappointing, I guess, because it was just as he uh, as he was having a decent run and it was like, oh, this is good, good, and now he's he's gone for three three-match bans, so uh, uh, that's annoying, isn't it? That's just a bit annoying. Uh, it's When are we going to win in this year? <laughs> Are we well, going to win in this? Year? I think there was that as well. It came at a point in the game when we'd been a bit crap, but mm. we'd, we'd opened quite craply, but I don't think Huddersfield were very good. And then we'd kicked in and Jack Clark had turned up and been like, I'm just going to run in behind if you'd like to 
drying pass to me. That might work. Um, and that had worked for like 25 minutes to the end of the half, um, despite despite what Huddersfield's ex-manager uh, and the other pundits at Sky <laughs> would say, please Sky, stop hiring employees or ex-employees of the team Stoke playing. It's getting quite frustrating. Uh, I mean, to be fair, Lee Hendry was on COCOMs. He was, and, and Keith, he was Keith the only Andrews. person being like, that's not really a red card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keith Andrews has been watching more Stoke on Sky than we have, I think. He's been on every time we play, and he <laughs> hates us. <laughs> After whatever it was, eight lone appearances, I don't know. Bless him. But no, he, he's always very anti-Stoke, isn't he? The shit. Well, so are we, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. we're allowed to be. We're right. We can say that. <laughs> He's an idiot. It, oh, man, it's yeah. I think you're completely right though. There, where you say we were, it looked like we were just getting into things. Obviously, uh, the penalty, Stephen Fletcher put away. I just don't ever feel, even with even with eleven players, that we. That we're gonna create the chances to to score at the moment, and I guess that's down midfield are pretty shit. Um, it's just, I just does I, I saw the comments on the internet yesterday saying that it's it's almost like O'Neill that the, the, this Stoke compared to a year ago under O'Neill it doesn't seem to be anywhere near as a swashbuckling, and it's like he's he's. Been in for a little bit while of a while now in the job, and things are a little bit more conservative around how he sets us up for for games. And I, I mean, I don't know if I I agree. Do, do any of you agree with that? Do you see that? Do you see a change from? I mean, it's a big change from the the last time we were away to Huddersfield. That's for sure. But but it's, and it's not just even in the scoring goals. Like look at the midfield three that we picked in those two games. We picked Joe Allen in both of them. And then in the in the in the 2020 edition, we picked two two players who were more attacking than the two we picked this time. So like Klukas mm. and Klukas and, like, and Powell versus Mikel and Thompson. And and um, there wasn't much. I mean, Powell was apparently out with a bit of a bit of an injury. So there's not. I mean, there isn't much you can do there. Like, but I don't know. Like. It, yeah, it just seemed someone someone described it as a very negative setup, and I'm kind of inclined to agree. It, it is like it's quite a negative midfield, with the exception of Joe Allen playing at ten. Sorry, Tom, I can feel you <laughs> dying inside as I say those words, and you you hear them, but hopefully you're immune to it now. But despite being negative, the defensive aspects of that three are shit. They're just not doing mm. it. It's like. Did I used to play FIFA a lot in the 90s, right? Okay, okay. And then I stopped for 10 or 15 years. And when I came back to it, sorry, Mike, there was no tackle button anymore. You just had to run <laughs> near people, and then I think there was a button for jockey. Um, that's Mikel. <laughs> well, that, that's, no, that's the whole midfield. They've just got no tackle button. And mm. then Reese Norrington-Davies is the always high-risk slide tackle mm. button. But, yeah, we, we just... It, it doesn't work defensively, so you may as well uncage them. It did work better with other personnel doing that defensively, which is when we went on that big run of nil-nils, or whatever it was. We just weren't really conceding for a record number of games when we were doing the same thing, but with 
less good players. My question is, and I'm not like sort of gonna piss myself and sort of uh, you know get too panicky about O'Neill because he's mm-hmm. he's earned enough credit so far. But um, my question is, this four three three system that we have, which players does it actually suit? Because I'm thinking, well, McLean suits more being a left winger in a four-two-three-one than a left left forward, if you like. Uh, Powell obviously is better as a ten. Um, like I can see possibly McKellen um, Allen working with someone in a two, in a three. I'm not so sure. I don't ask me for any. I, don't, I can't explain why, but for some reason they just don't <laughs> seem to be you know, fully positionally aware in a three. And also, again, like someone like uh, Jack Clark, for example, or Rabi Matondo, like if if we give them sort of, I think there's sort of more comfort in being a winger in a 4-2-3-1 for them. Um, it doesn't feel like they're necessarily forwards in that sense. And also whoever we play up front, I'm like, yeah, could they could they not be a bit more well supported with three attacking midfielders as opposed to sort of two wingers sort of vaguely around them? It it feels like that's Joe Allen's job is to be running past midfield to support the striker. I mean, we've all had jobs we didn't do, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there's a lack of fluidity as well, isn't there? So sort of we don't really have defenders who are very good at contributing to phases other than defence and when we've been at our best our attackers have have like done pressing from the front and attacking and scoring we don't have that like Brentford seem to have it their players just if they're out of position well my mate will go over there and do what I was doing and I'll stay here and do what he was doing and We'll all be fine. We really can't do that. Just just play two defensive midfielders, play an attacking four and go, yeah, you lot can deal with the goals. There was a point yesterday where Harry Sutar did a little run and I thought, <laughs> oh, that might be nice. Yeah, just let Harry and Nathan and James just, just do a little run. Just see what happens. Do the um, <laughs> fabled Chris Wilder overlapping centre-back thing. Mm. Um, mm. Because, you know, Har- Harry's going to be scary to sort of face so you don't want him running at you with his <laughs> sniper's dream of a head <laughs> uh, you're right Dave to say that we shouldn't worry too much about about this and it is just part of the process but many people have, have asked when oh don't get me wrong I'm, gonna f- get... I'm fucking sick of not winning I'm bored I'm <laughs> yeah. so bored this is it. Um, I, I think I said this to you last week, Tom. Like, maybe after we'd recorded, genuinely don't know what we talk about on these podcasts every week because it's just really boring to watch <laughs> at the moment. It really is. Like, I, I put the game on yesterday, and I don't, I don't know if that's just because this year no fans been around. I'm just. I know that I've said that I'm reserved from it and because because that's a process and I trust in the process but I do think that part of it is because I just don't count this as real football like th- this this season is just how can anyone get into it how can anyone feel any passion for anything even like if you're top of the league how can you feel a re- any any like emotional thing like I just 
I'm just like, yeah, so it, not fussed. It's <laughs> like I'm being sort of asked to comment on um, a painting or something. Like yeah. you can appreciate it when it's good. I'm, like I'm, I'm a art. Um, what's the word for someone who doesn't get art and that? Um, John Obi McCann. Philistine. Yeah. I'm a ph- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a, so I'm a Philistine on that front. So you know you can appreciate some nice paintings and say, oh, that painting's not very good. But at the end of the day, when you go home from the painting uh, <laughs> sure. place, uh, yeah. you're like, saw some paintings. Didn't really get angry at the paintings. Didn't really get too happy with the paintings. Didn't want to discuss the paintings in the pub for mm-hmm, much, mm-hmm. much longer afterwards. Um, I don't know what that Nigerian bloke was doing there, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I can't remember who said it, but I may have even been in the in a group chat. But I I can't. I also cannot remember like results from this season. Like I can't think of any real standout moments from this season at all. Because um, I just, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's all that- just a bit. Painting-y. I think that goes for things that aren't football as well, because I've I've certainly found the last six months or so I can't remember fucking anything, whether it's yeah. Stoke related or not, which is possibly because I've just been sat in this chair since March, yes. um, and I did rearrange my desk the other day, and it's completely thrown me off. But I I, like, I, can't, I can't remember simple things. I can't remember work things that I did like two days ago. Tony, just, what are your top desk rearranging tips? Don't fucking do it. <laughs> it's a nightmare. I bought new speakers, <laughs> nice monitor speakers. I thought that would be a nice treat for me. Obviously, they were slightly too big, and because I've got three monitors, suddenly they, they didn't quite fit, and also the speakers <laughs> block the vents from my laptop. Three it's monitors. a nightmare. Three, um, three monitors that get in the way. The Stoke City midfield story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. full, full disclosure, um, I, in an effort to try and think about results of that game, um, was trying to think about any Stoke result I can remember entirely disassociated and was just watching the 4-3 win over Everton in my head for mm. whatever happened. <laughs> this that. is it. That's the last thing I can remember. That's it. I've wiped everything else. I see there's no point I like that. in remembering anything else. But with the Forest game at the end of last season. <laughs> see, it was different at the end. So the end of last season, obviously we'd been in lockdown for a little bit. And it was kind of like, bit. oh, I'm glad this is, I'm glad this is, no, we were in for a little bit before the season kicked off again, weren't oh, we? Oh, yeah. It's a little bit in comparison to where we are now. <laughs> and so I remember the end of last season because it was like, oh, football's back, that's cool. Um, It's weird. Oh, it's weird. They're playing fake crowd noise. That's weird. What a strange decision to make. Um, But, oh, yeah, okay, cool. This is right. And then it finished. Great. And then the season kicks off again. And I just, I can't tell you anything. I can't. You could ask me any match uh, that we've played this season. I I would have to go and look it up. By the point, several weeks ago, the fact that I still believe that Neil Warnock was Cardiff manager, I think that that just proves <laughs> that this is just not real football. It's ah, oh, I don't know. I just want to care, for the, but I guess that it's just. I, but I just don't. I, I think. Just, I'm I'm still enjoying the football bit, but yeah, I'm not paying that much attention to it when it's happening. It's like yeah. it feels like I'm reading the group chat and then getting annoyed about spoilers more than I'm actually looking at the screen with the football <laughs> on. Proposal, which is 
Go on. I'm sorry because I appreciate I've I've come back uh, after about you know ten episodes <laughs> absence, but why don't we? And um, maybe the listeners can vote on this. We just start restart the podcast, not restart the podcast, but just act as End though it's the it's August two thousand and eight. And just go game by game for all, for for the Premier League years. <laughs> yeah, we were already just, doing that, Dave. We just started loads <laughs> earlier, and I've got really bad at doing my research. No, but we we just do we we do this this podcast, but reactionary as if we rea- as if we're reviewing. Like, oh my, yeah, three one okay, at Bolton. Okay. We're getting we're no, getting fucking see. relegated worse than Derby this yeah. season. That's just <laughs> if Fuller scores a oh, single God. goal for us in the Premier League, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> oh my god, I'm 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 actually genuinely tempted to do that. That seems like that seems like I'd put a lot more effort into that than I have. Lads, I've <laughs> never the... been as excited as I am right now about the prospect of Dave Kitson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we would have a better it's... Nigerian midfielder though. So, there you go. <laughs> oh god, you know what? You, you know what we remind me of. Shall I start again? That wasn't even words in any kind of order. Do you know what I am reminded of? And this is one that everyone will, will really identify by our team this season. The Tommy Burns 1995-96 Celtic side. <laughs> I was five years old. Yeah, I wasn't alive. Who, who's in there? Jock McTavish? Scott, uh, Tosh, Scott, Tosh Scott McKinley. Scott. Tosh McKinley, Gordon Marshall, made up players. Both played for Stoke, is why I mentioned them. Tosh, Bruce, uh, Tosh McKinley Bruce, and Gordon Marshall Robert. played like 30 odd games. They only lost <laughs> one game the whole season and they were still nowhere near because they just drew every fucking game and it was miserable and everybody hated it. And Tosh <sighs> McKinley and Gordon Marshall, anyone who remembers them from Stoke, will identify with it being horrific. I mean, things have got bad, lads, if we're talking about Scotch football. Yeah. Well, it's 90s Scotch football when it was still interesting. Yeah. It's the season, maybe two seasons before Paul, Paul Lambert went there. Oh, yeah. Who? That's how you inject, oh. inject fun and spice into things. Paul Lambert's yeah, yeah, coming, yeah. lads. He was a very good footballer. He's just not that good at managing. Mm. Paul Lambert, the only Stoke manager who I can think of who hasn't tried to play Joe Allen as a number 10. Maybe you didn't do everything wrong. There you go. <laughs> Get him back. Stop clock, etc. Do you remember when no. they did a whole interview with Paul Lambert? Like him like going round like the canteen saying, Yep, I've banned mobile phones and all this all this stuff all that, that supposedly oh God. brought to <laughs> just to the, all that PR shite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds very Brexit y stuff to, to do. And do you remember do you remember the left back that we signed on loan that season? Who? Martina, no, 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 no. Staff, Staffy, um, Staffy, who's gone oh, on yeah. to have a perfectly adequate Bundesliga career. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like for us, I, that was a signing that I was like, okay, no, that's 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 all right, that's all right. Nothing, nothing happened with it. I thought Moritz Bauer was a good signing. So what? R.I.P. R.I.P. Spoiler, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> or or R.I.P. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't got we haven't got long left. So, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? <laughs> <Apart from> <laughs> we haven't got I, long left. God, we that's, that's a statement for our time. I've got. Listen, listen. 
I have a crucial war with PSG boss Neil Lennon on Football Manager. <laughs> oh. That I am bang. He is just doing my head in with his. Oh, Chris Brammer's overrated. I've beaten him in every every game I've played him this season. Beat him in the cup final. Oh yeah, I think he's an average. Shut Neil. He's such an arm. Come back to us when you can beat St. Mirren in real life, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Frighteningly accurate, then, modelling that they're using. (laughs) Well, this is the the thing. It's it's quite funny because I'm... My Marseille side is on course to win the title, uh, and that will be stopping a Neil Lennon side from getting ten in a row. So, (laughs) it's quite... It is quite... It's, art, art mimicking life. It's not that it accurate if he's one nine. Oh, he has. To be fair, he hasn't. He hasn't. Oh, okay. he, he, he's gone in there. He's gone in there later on. Like, he can't take all that credit because oh, he's shit God. and a dickhead. <laughs> shit. Has <laughs> anyone anyone got any Stoke or otherwise fun things they want to mention? Um, I've got a uh, message for Burnley Football Club. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to? Do you want to like go, go this... away, Burnley? Yeah. Well, so... I don't like you apart from James Anderson. Uh, you get out, get out of here with your derisory bids. You just. I saw the comments from like one of the online news sources say like fan sites saying with with all due respect, Burnley probably aren't going to want to fork out fifteen million quid on a player who's still so early in his career. Good. All right. Well. Fucking don't then. Fuck then. <laughs> That's we'll, fine. We'll we don't need to sell it to you. <laughs> yeah. like, I, they seem to be like under the impression that oh yeah, well if you're wanting to sell him, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be reasonable. Well, we don't want to sell him, so we're gonna be totally unreasonable. Yeah. We're not gonna be unreasonable. When we are gonna you, sell him for pittance. When you go to a market and try and haggle for something, usually the person selling does eventually want to make a sale. So they they seem to be operating under the illusion that we're just like, come get your really good young defenders here, best <laughs> price, give you best price, and then uh, t- a two pounds, nah, <laughs> three pounds, and then Tony Scholes I... is like, oh, should we should we accept that two pounds offer again? That seemed good. That's three quarters <laughs> of a pizza. So I, I just remembered have... something from the game. Oh. Well, no, no, no. I was just going to say they can have Sam Vokes if they want him, so go on. Tony. Oh, yeah, no. Well, we should possibly. Sam Vokes, our top goal scorer who's out injured for six months. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, what a mix up that'd be. Um, uh, uh, Jordan Thompson nearly scored direct from a corner again. I'm really glad you brought that up because I thought about that earlier in the conversation when people were thinking derisory things about Jordan Thompson. Um, and if I'm going to be honest, if if the man scores a corner, which he already has done, and threatens to do it like at least five more times a season, um, he can play as much as he wants. It's like the Charlie Adam long shot, but immensely more pleasing and doesn't make you want to hurt yourself. <laughs> and actually leads to goals. <laughs> doesn't or result in a goal kick anyway. very often. <laughs> uh, I'm staying oh, out. <laughs> well, I I have nothing else to add. Today, and I—I'll be honest. I don't think anyone else does. <laughs> it's been another one of those weeks where. <sighs> Tune in next week, anyway, for two thousand and eight. <laughs> it's gonna be—it's gonna be so good. Your your rhyme is is the thing that's keeping people 
<laughs> listening. But that's like the first do three seconds one, of a you podcast. You should do one at the end as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, what uh, What do I have to rhyme maybe, with? Though? Maybe from next week. Uh, just, I don't know. Just go to... on Stoke. Do a rhyme Do a rhyme for the go on Stoke. I don't. Oh, it is, is a, a joke. Oh, well, I'm not beating that, am I? Um, gents, Unlike opposition teams and odds. <laughs> it has been... I mean, it's always lovely to speak to you all, anyway. This is nice. This is genuinely my footballing highlight, is just coming and talking Fucking to Because Because it's not like I get to... S- <laughs> oh, Dave, don't say that. But it's, it's just... It's not like we get to see any people, really. So it's quite nice to... <laughs> to chat to, to other human it's nice to chat to other people who don't want to talk about their love of My Little Pony which is a new thing that's in our house now we've moved on from the Lion Guard and now we're on My Little Pony so you know great we're, we're moving on up the <laughs> the franchises but <sighs> Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, I just craved adult conversation anyway <laughs> <laughs> sorry about this then <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Um, yes, Tony. Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you, Tom. Thank you as always. Thanks for existing. <laughs> all right. Not and at all Dave... overrated, Chris. By the way, what? What is you it? aren't? Oh, Neil Lennon's wrong. Oh, <laughs> right. Sorry. Okay. I, was I, just I like should this. have done that about ten oh. minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just leapt in to spoil the flow and also that talk was, utter it was, bollocks. It was, yeah, it was a red card for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was a red card. <laughs> Did I mention Paul McStay in the centre? Uh, ninety-four to ninety-five was world class. Dave, thank you for coming along. We hope to see you soon. Come friendly bombs and fall on slough. It isn't fit for humans now. <laughs> <laughs> there goes David Cowlishaw. I must remember to thank him. <laughs> thank you all for listening. Go on, Stoke. So, Patreon episode, yeah. <laughs> Patreon. Hooray! Extra Wizards of Drivel content for only 86 pence per month. And if that's too much, blame the government. Because $1 was about 75p a week ago. But anyway, uh, your $1 a month gets you access to hot content on the Wizards of Drivel like this. I'm joined by Alfie Potts Harmer, author of England's Greatest Defender. So, Dirk Copeland from uh, Blackburn Rover Seas, uh, thank you for joining me. Joining me is Ollie Dawes from Deepdale Digest. Hello and welcome to the Stoke City Years, a podcast series that reviews the history of Stoke City season by season. What else was happening around the world in 1891? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Boundless enthusiasm. Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. I'm joined by Tom Thrower. Evening, everyone. And unquestionable sobriety. I thought Josh Tymon was really good. <laughs> Tony, we've all had a bit to drink. Transfer deadline day with signed James Chester. If Gary Rowett was a US president, <laughs> what would president would he be? Jimmy Carter. But people have signed up to the Patreon where we are actually semi-comprehensible from time to time. What? So, if you want to keep this thing happening, patreon.com forward slash wizards of dribble, we're all very, very poor people. Four years been on this podcast, 
I've gradually grown it to a place when it was a completely <laughs> unlistenable mess using, you know, free copyright free music. Microphones didn't work. It was barely audible. And yet people persisted with it <laughs> to a point. We've interviewed Ricardo Fuller. We've interviewed Liam Lawrence. We've interviewed Leon Court. We've interviewed Gordon Banks. We've interviewed Terry Conroy. We've had like experts on from other clubs. We've had like football finance experts mm. and people like John McKenzie and like uh, the, not the top 20 pod guys. I'm amazed at the people who actually say, I listen to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. And yet, not two minutes ago, <laughs> Chris Brammer just used the phrase, it's a good oven. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Wizards of Drivel. It's a shame with a ne'er-do-wells of a cynical new age. Nerve is easier if it please you, so we'll let it all slip away. Hang on, hang on. Uh, notification on my neighbourhood Facebook group. What is all that racket? <laughs>